Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hi. Hello. And welcome to... Oh. Welcome, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To... Boobays. Boobays. Look at this when I looked it up. Trash failure. Some people have some really harsh opinions, don't they? So we're in for a trash failure of a movie. Is that how you feel about it as well? No. I didn't think it was a trash failure. I didn't think it was a trash failure either. Yeah. So fuck those people. I thought it was a solid sequel. Like, especially when sequels are usually not that great. Usually, you know, the first one's the good one. But um, I feel like this one, if anything, outdid what the first one did. Kind of basically, like, copy and paste, but, like, turn it up to a good 10. Turn it up to 11. Which is what you want in a sequel. I mean, we all, you know, you hear the rules from Scream 2. Yeah. You know, it's got to be more kills. There's got to be more scary. There's, uh, you know, yeah. So we're... Going to be delving into the realm of the Conjuring universe once again. We dipped our toes in it a few episodes back with the nun. And we've obviously covered what? Within our our second episode, the devil made me do it. We've covered all the Conjuring 1, 2, and 3. At this point, We haven't touched any Annabelles yet. No. We should. That'd be fun. We should. Let's do those next. There's three of them, right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, and And they're all on HBO Max as well. Shout out to HBO Max. You can sponsor us. Yeah. Um, Because that'd be lovely and a good thing for you to do. Yes. It sounds like brownie points. Um, But we're talking about The Nun 2, you guys. That's right. Obsies, if you haven't read the title just yet of this episode, um, it is a 2023 film. It is a marathon gothic supernatural horror, horror and directed by Michael Chavez or Chaves. Um, he might not. Oh, I'm going to say that man is a ch- a chaves it doesn't look like chaves. a chavez but yeah it is um on where do we watch it hbo right hbo is yeah. where i watch this film same same z's um and do you, i mean i don't know if we have to give too much lore about it if you want to know anything about the first movie listen to our episode yeah, yeah we've got a whole episode that tells you all about it yeah, but this kind of just segues uh, from that one into this one. Pretty Remind me th- at the end of this, I have something to add about last week's episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you just want to get it out the way now? Or I can do it now. Yeah, what's up? Before we dive too far in. Phil told me yeah. that apparently the stream never even went live. And then, mm. but 
that maybe that the um, captain was just egging him on, telling him that they were getting those views to get him further in, further in. Yeah. But he said at the end, the stream was never even live. Oh, I didn't even notice that. And that maybe. I'll have to rewatch that. Or maybe <laughs> even that the ghosts yeah. were manipulating it. I mean, that could be a thing as well. Yeah. Um, because also like. I told him I'd have to watch it again with that in mind. Yeah. It was a really good film though. I'm still, that's, it was a really good, um, pick Phil. Um, but okay. So that means that he was either getting manipulated or he was doing the manipulating in order for them to go further into it. Mm -hmm. Pretty sick. Pretty twisted. Pretty twisted. Either way you well, look he, at it. Well, he met his fate. So yeah, he got he his did. comeuppance. Yeah. Captain. El Capitan. What was his name? Favorite actor? Hajun. Hajun. We Hajun. We Hajun. Um, but yeah. Okay. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for letting us know. Yeah. It kind of adds to it. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, he also loved the fill me up part. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, Phil. Um, it's like it can mean so many different things, but we won't get into that. Um, so yeah, the nun two, the nun two. Um, we open up with uh basically uh, with Jack. Jacques. 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 He runs. I love around. the way it's spelled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like um, but yes, but with Jock. And Jacques. Yeah, he, like Jacques. I said, he, he's running around and he's running into Terrace the church. Tarascon, France, 1956 is where we lay our scene. Yes. And he is going to, I'm assuming he's like, what, you know, an altar boy, right? Yeah, That's he's an altar boy. altar boy. And so he's going in and of course the priest is like, you know, you're late. And then he's telling him to go fetch the, the blood wine. of Jesus crossed, uh, but not For the blood. For communion. The yeah. Um, and I love how the little boy is like sassy. He's like, you go get it or something like that. Yeah. Right? And then the father's like, pardon? And he was like. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, nothing. Um, but he does go down there. We see that he goes and fetches this big old glass thing, wine thing. Um, yeah, it's like this massive globe. Yeah. It was really, honestly. Looks really precarious. It looks like it'll, so easy to break. Which it does. Yeah. But um, they he makes a good point, or the movie makes a good point of showing, showing the ball mm -hmm. going, because he was playing football um, or soccer as For we us call Americans. it yeah. yeah and he was playing with a ball so he puts the ball into the corner and he puts it away yeah and very intentionally so yeah. we know and he knows that like it is where it's supposed to be exactly and then he goes up and then they go all the way through communion he's swinging around the is that incense i, I don't that know they honestly burn i'm I don't know I don't know anything about catholicism neither do i um I was but not the altar boys Swing yeah, yeah, something yeah. back and forth, it and it has smoke is. come out of it. So I'm assuming it's like an incense. Like when people burn sage, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, and in a sense, I mean, Christianity, religion, it's all, it's all. They're just casting spells, prayers, spells, incantations. Yeah. That's, that's all it really is. So it's basically the same thing. Demons. Saging it up. Um, and so we are having the body of Christ and everything. And I loved how at first that big wafer he had, I it, was, was it was huge, massive. I've never seen one that big. And then I'm he like, just Who, like, is that for the VIPs? Puts or, it on her tongue. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I guess it was a smaller Those are one. smaller ones. Right. But yeah. I was like, who is the, who, why don't we get the big one? Like what? Like, yeah, you fold that little wafer up. It looked like a whole thing of rice paper. Yeah. Uh, I was like, but I thought it was funny. I'd or never like seen the size one of big. a rice cake. Well, because, um, there's, um, right. It's communion in, and Catholicism, but I, I grew up and I went to like a Pentecostal church and we still did 
communion, but it wasn't communion. It was called something different. I don't know what. Oh, really? But yeah, yeah, yeah. But like we still did the whole thing where you like you go and like. I eat. feel like I, when I went to a Pentecostal was it, church, was it, it was still communion? called communion. Maybe it was called communion. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. I, I went to know. a Pentecostal church for a little bit. I did it half the time and the other time I just sat out and I was like, y'all, y'all go ahead. Oh, I was it. so excited every time. Oh, really? Because I was like, yes, I get to eat. <laughs> a little, little chip or a little. There was still, there's Sometimes there's a little like paper ones and then there's little cracker ones. At the Pentecostal church I went to, they use King's Hawaiian bread. Oh, really? Yeah. And Ooh. you just like tore off some King's Hawaiian bread. Girl, that is the funniest It was bougie. Shit that just means you can do anything. Girl, I can take in a loaf up there and be like body of Christ. Yeah. Yep, here it is. That's I funny. mean, no, and there was even a one time I remember, like I saw the packaging. No, I'm certain. Oh yeah, I believe you. Wine uh, there was I remember one time our church had even gotten these ones where it was like, girl, I don't know what website or what like company got to them, but it was like they came two in one. So it was like a basically your your little juice thing of like oh and then the and then the little cracker, cracker on, on top, top and you would peel this thing and then eat the cracker and then it would reveal that like and then you eat the cup yeah and then it's all in one i think i've seen those cunty too. that is so cunty yeah anyways cunty communion so we have all that happening cunty and communion. the um, let's put that on a shirt he gets right i would sell um maybe i would not wear here, that shirt but somewhere else <laughs> yeah probably not um but um, we live in the bible belt we, we have him going and now he needs to put up the wine and so he goes back downstairs which is essentially i guess a basement or a cellar um and so it's already spooky something enough. spooky yeah so yeah. he gets down there and we see that there is the um little stool thing that he was using to reach the glass because it was up high he was using it to reach the vase of wine and um there is a ball sitting on top of it and it's obviously not where he left the ball and yeah. he's looking at it like huh and it's kind of like he like looks around and he's like who did that and then he kicks the little ball off mm -hmm. and he kicks it back into the room and he moves the stool and then puts up this gigantic globe of wine yeah and then all of a sudden through well he can't see it in his peripheral but like us behind him we're seeing just this like you know blurred vision of a ball roll up mm -hmm. behind him it was a cool shot yeah because it was like you weren't really expecting anything and then all of a sudden you see something moving and mm -hmm. you're like what yeah and then he turns around and he's like wait a minute where's yeah. that and so then he does, I guess, what any other person would do. And he kicks it. He kicks it back into the, the abyss of nothingness. Yeah. Um, and then it gets thrown back I don't back think at I him. would do that. Yeah, I think I, I would have. Either. I think I would have just ran. No, yeah. I wouldn't have either because obviously something is moving the ball and it's not you. I say that, but I went to the 16th floor in the dark by myself today in this building. I did call you to be on the phone with that's me the okay. whole no, time. That's different. That's okay. I feel like his You were right, more... though. There was one area where I was going to die. There was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's terrifying, you guys. This it building's terrifying. Um, and so we have him then um, like freaking out because something kicks the ball back at him or throws it back at him. And then we have the glass globe thing. Well, the ball him. never comes back out. Oh, no? No. It oh. just, he hears like a growling, oh, I think. Right. Um, or maybe it does come back out. I don't know. No, but there's. Good. I might be getting ahead of myself. There is uh, this like deep low growl. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you hear this like tink little tink of tink tink mm -hmm. we haven't said that like in a, a long time <laughs> like, a, like a glass breaking tink glass breaking tink yeah. and then all of a sudden the globe just shatters mm -hmm. and i'm gonna be honest it, <laughs> I, I jumped it was pretty it was pretty 
Yeah. I was like, I was expecting it, but then I was like, I was watching and then I was like, the manner of which it, it like it legit exploded. It wasn't just like a shattering. Yeah, it, like, and like the wine, and the wine was, like, was everywhere. rushing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously freaked him out. So he goes out running, and yeah. he runs up the stairs and goes to the sanctuaryish area, a yeah. chapel area, and where is, Father mm-hmm. someone is. And I he starts his name. telling him like someone, someone's here, like someone's downstairs, and they start to hear all these noises and. And essentially, you start to hear what the boy heard, like that, like this low growling type of like sinister sound, and like breathing, yeah, coming from all around the room, like rushing like past it's everywhere. Him, like, <sighs> and then they start to the pan, cameras panning, and we start to see the holy water and like whatever this type of concoction is, the situation stone holding thing, yeah, know, like a fountain, whatever holds the, like a bath, like a water bath, thing. yeah, bird bath for little That's, birdies, yeah. Um, birds and just bathing in holy water, and, and it's um, some clean ass birds, and it's holy sizzling. Cardinal. It's sizzling, and all the uh, boiled right up. It's all boiling out, and they're like, "Whoa!" And then behind it, uh, Valak appears. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just you see all of a sudden Valak's little like the eyeballs. silhouette thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the shroud. Then all of a sudden, as soon as Valak's eyeballs pop up, the father gets yeeted into the air. His bones start cracking and he's gurgling and then, yeah, then he's flying in the air and then homeboy, you know, it's like he's on the cross. He's got either arm outstretched and then he just goes up in flames. (laughs) He burns right up and then, then we get a title card. The nun two with the two being in the middle of the. I really liked it. Yeah. It was very um, like reflective. What? The, it was uh, symmetrical. symmetrical. Symmetrical, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have the ends reversed on, Minus well, the, reversed on the other side. Minus the being on there. But the none, yeah, 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 none sure. the word none, was symmetrical. It's just really cool, but also um, it's simple at the same time. Mm-hmm. And and I, it's well kinda, placed. Yeah, for sure. And oh, for, before we got that, though, I think, didn't we get... Uh, Frenchie leaving. Frenchie yeah. leaving, but I didn't know it was Frenchie at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was some man. It's leaving. totally Frenchie. Uh, spoiler alert! But they don't. We don't. We as an audience, we still don't see. So it just looks like Valak's shadow is like, and I think this is a really cool shot too. How yeah. Valak's shadow is like On getting the building, smaller, and then, and then it's walking, and then the dude who's walking, and then it kind of goes, and then we get the title card. But yeah. it was totally Frenchie, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, once later, they. We're putting Once the they're together. explaining like yeah. at where it's been and stuff, we see that yeah, that was totally Frenchy. Yeah, leaving town, but which I like the way they did that, and I like that we have um, Frenchy. Unfortunately, because it's also very heartbreaking. Because Frenchy's like you, he's a, he's like a really good character. Like you like the character, yeah. Um, but he's fucking played by a demon, so that sucks for him. Um, but I like that we get to have Frenchie be basically essentially the same, the vessel from like the first one. So it's still all familiar, even though we're now in the, in different settings and we have new characters and it feels for, uh, reminiscent, but also new at the same time. So I, I kind of enjoy that throughout the whole film. Yeah. Um, they, but, we have all the same characters from the first film, minus mm-hmm. Father Burke, who they Burke. kill off screen. Because yeah. he, he had cholera. Cholera, yeah. I was kind he of like, died. I was like, damn, they couldn't have just let him be killed by Valak. That would have yeah. been, I felt like that would have been more like, I don't know, stakes, I guess. Because now it's like, oh, Valak is also targeting 
us. the people yeah. yeah who were in the previous one yeah who were sitting getting in the way of essentially i guess we didn't know that valak the whole time was trying to get some eyes eyeballs mm-hmm. lucy's mm-hmm. eyes at that which at first whenever i saw the painting i was like that's gonna come in later or? <laughs> yeah i was like because i mean they pan on it for quite a while but i was like mm-hmm. are those some fucking eyeballs like on a plate yeah and i've also never heard of i guess there's so Lucy, many saints. the saint patron saint of the blind i've never heard of her yeah me neither yeah I and what a like ang- probably not like americanized just name saint lucy <laughs> saint lucy yeah that's just i love lucy is all i can think of mm. lucille ball she is the saint Lucille Ball. Patron Saint Lucille Ball. Is a legend. She is. She paved the way. She really did. You know her and her husband? Mm. Arnez. Something, something Arnez. Something, something, something. Yeah, because like, I don't know all the details, but she did a lot for like, I guess, women and stuff in Hollywood and back in the day. And like, she started her own production company and all that. Yeah, she's a badass. She's pretty cool. Lucille Ball. Where is she at today? (laughs) dead dead yeah i was like i don't want to say it josh um (laughs) what's her latest project (laughs) from the grave from the grave um and so yeah we we're now um we open back to uh, it's a beautiful day and we have this truck and it's like trying to get through the mud and we have these nuns trying to get this truck through the mud and who is it it's our sister Irene. irene yeah from the first movie played by thaisa farmiga yes um and she is pretty cool she is um she comes up with the plan she saves the day she gets that board puts it underneath the tire as one does it gets the truck out um i don't know i guess this was just a scene to build camaraderie with the nun sisters and to show that she's liking where she's at and you know life is kind of happy now as opposed to the fuck she had to go through in the first film yeah um and we are uh she goes back because in the first film we had uh, some like she wasn't. She was more like Sister Deborah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She exactly. wasn't as well received. Yeah, received and acclimated and stuff to the nun lifestyle yet. Mm-hmm. And so now, now and, she is. Yeah, and she's definitely. I mean, we all and from the mo- first movie, we know Sister Irene is not like she's not like your regular nun. She's a cool nun. She's a know? cool nun, mm-hmm. and she's yeah. also got powers. So like, she's an extra badass nun. Like witch nun. Which none? Is that possible? I yeah. guess so. But yeah, why wouldn't they call that? It's a gift. Yeah, I'm like, no, it's witchcraft. But what? They never mind. Ooh, I'm about to go <laughs> off on a tangent. My bad. Um, and so yeah, she goes back. They I go mean, up- people say they can yeah hear the voice of God and stuff. Sounds like too. witchcraft. So <laughs> exactly. Anyways, um. So we're about to get burned. At turning blood. We're about to look. Turning down wine like, into blood. There's like a, one day we're going to be looking down. And there's pitchforks and people are going to be like, burn them. Um, but we yeah, we can never leave this building again. So we're talking to um, some older sister is asking Sister Irene because she's back at the convent or the whatever they're at, um, and she's telling her to like please get reins on you know Sister Deborah because she doesn't want to go to confession right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she doesn't think she has anything to confess. Mm-hmm. And then the mother superior is basically like, uh, that's the whole reason you need to go to confession, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so... Um, so she goes and uh, goes to talk to Miss De- De- I, the whole time. I'm going to refer to her as Debbie because <laughs> I just call her Debbie throughout the whole film. I'm like, Debbie is Debbie. Uh, I so wrote Deborah. Deborah. Because um, Deborah, Deborah, I don't know. Deborah just sounds like a bit 
like an Old. older gal. Old and this is like name. a, I don't know. She had to be like, what, 18, 19? Yeah, she's, she's a young. young. She's very young. Um, and so she's talking to her. And this is where we kind of get some, you know, what what's the word I'm looking for? Like we're building the quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of we're like their characters and their relationship. Yeah. Um, their bond. Yeah. And we're, you know, like Caitlin just said, Debbie is very much like Sister Irene. Um, and I think Irene also like sees that and like really is gravitating towards her as well because she's like, this is a kindred spirit. Like, and she sees the like, I need to probably like help guide her so she can come into her own, you know what I mean? T- type of vibes. Yeah. And she's definitely talking to her. They're learning about what she's like, because uh, uh, Debbie's trying to ask her why she's there. Um, and essentially, we get a little back background information about Irene's mom and how she didn't really necessarily know her too much, which we found out later isn't true. But um, essentially, like, she's there because her dad couldn't really necessarily handle Irene because Irene has visions. And... Um, yeah, and it reminded her uh, just of her mother. So yeah. we get a little bit more of Irene's backstory with her mom and how she's exactly like her. Mm-hmm. And we... I mean, at this point, we really just get a flash of her, but... Irene does say something along the lines of, uh, you're just like your mother. And then she says, but I don't think he meant it as a compliment exactly, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So we can assume that Irene's mom was... Clairvoyant as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And uh, Deborah, um, we find out, is there because basically, like, you know, her her brother served in the military, so her dad sent her over here because he said that, well, if his kid, sons can serve the country, his daughter can serve God. Um, and so, and we also learned that, you know, because this is set in 56, right? Yeah. So 56. they're from America and there was obviously you know, a, lot of, a lot of racism going back on in those days. And so, I mean, still does, but she and her family got ran out of town, basically. Yeah. Um, their house got set ablaze. Yeah. And then we find out later that her mother died in the fire as well. So pretty traumatic, traumatic. Yeah. yeah. For Miss Deborah. Um, but then basically from there, we go into some nuns telling basically the whole first movie. Yeah. They're just gossiping. It seems like while peeling potatoes. Yeah. With knives at that. I'm so glad we have potato peelers now. Yeah. Or like machines. Don't slice off your whole tip of your thumb. Oh my God. That's crazy. Um, but basically telling us the whole first movie and then saying that no one really knows what happens to the nun saying that and poor Irene's just having to sit there and listen to it and I was like that one nun though was like very pointed with her stares like I feel like she knew that it was Irene yeah you know what I mean I don't know but but I mean then she was also talking some mad shit on Mm -hmm. Irene then basically being like who knows people say she went crazy and that the Vatican had to lock her up in an asylum and stuff like that and I was like poor Irene that kind of sucks for her to have all those people thinking that about her. Yeah. But, and then also, I, I don't know. I feel like, but maybe this is why I'm not a nun. But I would want to be known for that shit. I'd walk up and be like, it was me, bitch. I told Valak to sit down. <laughs> Literally. And then, no. But, but yeah, Irene is much more humble, humble. than I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and also, too, she's not, she doesn't seem like she's an attention- like she doesn't know that's not what i meant (laughs) but yes no she um 
she's very shy. Like, and even from the first film, even now, like, she seems very reserved. That's what I mean. Like, very reserved. Like, she doesn't yeah, she care is. to, like, be in the spotlight. Um, she doesn't even seem like she's just here to do her life. job. Yeah. And like, live her life. She and, and even like with the like <clears throat> she doesn't seem to like necessarily um what's the word? She yeah, sure. Yeah. She wants to she just wants to praise Jesus. She just wants to praise Jesus. That's all. She just wants to be a good nun. Um, and so we have um Oh, but I do think it's important that she does say that the demons choose their form to question their faith Mm -hmm. and that this demon in particular, Valak, chose to, um, I don't think she used the word Valak or the name Valak, but that this demon chose to um, appear as a nun, as one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's important because Valak seems to change shapes throughout this film Mm -hmm. and to what, like... What will pray? Her, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or would be more receptive to like poor like Cedric. It. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but not it because it's not necessarily scary. But I get what you mean. But yes, because like Cedric, like what would appeal to someone's like either human like uh, insecurities, fears, or like to draw them in? Like yeah, the- what's gonna catch their attention mm-hmm. most? And that is what Valak does. Um, oh. And so then we are, we have, um, after Irene, you know, kind of eavesdropping in on all of that happening with the sisters peeling the potatoes and whatnot, we have it cutting to, we're at a boarding school. Yep. And yep. we've got some girls collecting cockroaches, cockroaches to set upon gross. some old lady who mm-hmm. we later find out is the headmistress. Headmistress. Um, and also it's just, kind of, we get, um, we get to learn that this used to be like a monastery and uh, was once a winery as well. And uh, the monks used to like get drunk off of all the wine because there's so many yeah. wine barrels in the cellar area. Um, so that we get a little bit of context and history of where we're at. Um, they end up running to um, the headmistress's room, whatever, with some other mean girls that will kind of come into play later um, and obviously pull that prank on her. And then we meet up with Frenchie and he's talking to Sophie because Sophie um, has a gift for him. She wants to give him the friendship bracelet, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we can already see they show us to Maurice um, or Frenchie. I refer to him as Maurice for most of my notes Okay, because I forgot his nickname was Frenchie until (laughs) until they were like, Frenchie mm-hmm. and then I was like oh right oh yeah same person that's mm-hmm. that's what he went by um but we see uh, we get to establish a kind of a love connection between Kate and yeah. Maurice and through the window and then we see Sophie as well mm-hmm. and then that kind of you can already tell there's some tension there mm-hmm. or not tension but there's a like through line. There's a connection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connection between Kate and Maurice. And then that Sophie wants there to be a connection. Mm-hmm. You can tell that all. They do a good job. The actors did a great job of portraying that yeah. in the scene. In which Kate is played by, um, what's her name? Susan from, from Narnia. The Chronicles of Narnia. Sorry, I just yelled that. But yes. Mm-hmm. But yes. It was, I was, it's, you don't see her in a lot of things. No. Mm-hmm. I was like, why does she look Unless so familiar? And then yeah. I was like, oh, she played her. Mm-hmm. Her name was Susan, right? <clears throat> she yes. played Susan. Queen Susan. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Susan Pevensey. Pevinsky. Pevensey. I don't know. Something like that, right? Mm, something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because her sister's name is Lucy. 
Yes, Lucy. Which... Edmund. And then there's Edmund. And then King Peter. Peter. The High King. The High King and the High Queen. The Little Queen and the Little King. Um, and so we are um, also, after that little connection builds. Now I want to know their last mm-hmm. name. It's Pevinsky. Pevinsky? Mm-hmm. Pevinsky? I'll bet Pevinci. my bottom. Oh, Pavinci. 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 Yeah, that Pevinci. sounds right. Everyone knew it was something like that. Hmm. What a good movie. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Goodness. Hag number four. Oh gosh. Oh, <laughs> it looks it's like, like a her mugshot. Mug <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um. Just and, look up the Chronicles of Narnia cast, y'all. And so we have um. Miss Sophie now is in the hallways trying to talk to Maurice and she's giving him a friendship bracelet. But before she can even hand it to him, Miss um, Mean Bitch Cunt number one, number one. Um, comes and is just being rude and is like making fun of them. Like, oh, Sophie has a crush on, on you know, the on Maurice, Maurice. her and, boyfriend. And then Maurice is, you know, gives her a little like, you know, don't do that. That's not nice. And she's like, I don't have to treat you with any respect because you're just like a servant. And then he's like, well, at least servants know to treat people with respect. Yeah. And then the servant he, I love that, that kind you of should treat everyone. The face he kind of made in that, like before he said that too, was like, I really want to rip this bitch's face off. But yeah. It's children. Okay. But this <laughs> is a kid. Yeah. And so um, we have then the head mistress coming in and she's like, what is this, a playground? No, everybody get to class, chop, chop. And then um, we have her telling Maurice that there's a roach infestation in her you know, office and he's like, I'll get to it. And she's like, you better. And then he ends up giving uh, Sophie the bracelet that he took back from the head bitch mean cunt number one. And then that's pretty much it on that part because yeah, he shows just, her that he got it back. Yeah, and then it's just building their like puts it on, and he's like, "How's it look?" It, it gives very like stepdad new kid yeah. vibes. Um, and so they're bonding, and then we have a little French girl, and she's making a delivery. She is coming in, and she's knocking on the door. Nobody's answering, which I'm assuming someone would usually answer quick, pretty quickly. Um, and she's like about to walk off, but then the door just opens yeah. silently. Nobody there. And the mean girls are picking on creepy. her too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they provide a, not really a jump scare cause you can see them, but yeah. they do once she just walks in to make her delivery cause the door just opened, mm-hmm. she's putting her things away. And then all of a sudden these little girls kind of like on the sort of window into this little cellar thing. Yeah. And then, um, then as she's going to leave, she's just about to the door, almost makes it, but then she hears some like gurgling mm-hmm. and kind of like choking sounds yeah. coming from down the hall. Little guttural sounds, I guess. Yeah. And so she goes down the hallway and she sees none other than Maurice, Maurice. turned to the his back to her, mm-hmm. just kind of gurgling. And then all of a sudden she kind of freaks out and then she runs into the hallway and then none. we've got Valak there. Yeah, Valak. Well, I love how um, and before she even runs out because she's looking at him and he's just kind of standing there, right? And that's whenever you see Valak's finger come against like on the other side of the the wall. Remember, 
on the wall. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then she's like pops her little face out halfway, which is pretty creepy. Yeah. And then that girl takes That's off running. That's when she takes and off. And then right. she trips over all those like pole, like brooms. I don't even know. Yeah, it was stuff. a bunch of hose stuff in the garden stuff, which makes sense because he's like the groundskeeper. Yeah. And um, yeah, I loved how I really liked how like the whole like the red filter that came up. And oh, you just around see her, like, Valak, yeah. And then like the little girl almost makes it to the door, but the door closes and she just gets swung onto the wall. And honestly, I didn't think Valak was gonna be so hardcore, but Valak just Valak like, just kills this breaks little girl. Her neck, and you just see like the blood come all down. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It was um, it was pretty neat. It was pretty cool. I was like, damn, Valak just killed this little girl. Basically, after we have this little, little girl getting killed, yeah. we're with we're back with Irene, yeah. and we've got who you think is well, I mean, who probably was Valak, yeah, standing there at the foot it, of her bed. It kind of sounded like the um from the first movie, the high, the abbess. Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. And well, like she her. even refers to her as the abbess too, which I think is what she calls. The whoever is in that position mother yeah. superior yeah, yeah, yeah the highest person mm -hmm. who's in charge of the abbey but it gave that because she's like the star you have a visitor yeah and then she just walks off and then <laughs> um so irene gets up and follows sure why not and uh because it's the middle of the night of course we have visitors at this time terrifying yeah to just also be awoken by somebody standing at the foot of your bed <laughs> yeah also not chill but Irene gets up she follows um well we don't really see her following the abbess but she gets down to where Maurice is uh -huh. and M we get Maurice just standing under a light and he turns around and he says sister save me mm -hmm. and then his face goes like uh, yeah definitely he's got like possessed fun so. teeth mm -hmm. and stuff looks like a monster and yeah. then of course she wakes up because it was a nightmare or a vision you know, yeah. all in one. And, uh, you know, the sisters are like, it's okay. You're all right. Like, you're okay. Um, like Sister Debbie. And um, she, her nose is bleeding. Yeah, um, her nose is yeah. bleeding. And they're like, your nose. And uh -huh. she gets all cleaned up. But then the next day, she actually she does have? have a visitor. A visitor, yeah. The abbess is like, you have a visitor. And yeah. I was like, I swear to God, if it's Maurice. Yeah. But it wasn't. No. It was his eminence his eminence i don't know i don't like the way that sounds <laughs> but that's what she, she called calls him. him yeah um and basically he's there and sister deborah's at the back and kind of mm -hmm. clues in too throughout this whole conversation but his eminence is there kind of being a dick for starters very and much so they're explaining to her how there's basically been a series of murders mm -hmm. um or framed as suicides um and yeah. basically it's moving across it's moving west across europe and it has origins in romania mm -hmm. um and they're like the demon is back 
Yeah, and they're like, basically, the church needs a miracle, and we need you to do it again. And she's like, no. No. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, excuse me, bitch. And she's like, I said no. Yeah. And then. He doesn't give her a choice. Yeah, he was like, can't or won't. She's like, I can't do it. And he says, can't or won't. And then she's like, I guess she (laughs) agrees. But it kind of shows us off screen by Mm -hmm. her just, we're flashed to. The train. Uh, the train. Yeah. yeah. And it's very Harry Potter. Yes. Cause then Deborah walks into her little train booth and is like, oh, here you are. Yeah. And anything from the trolley. We'll take the whole lot. Oh, my bad. We'll take the lot. It just leaked. My bad. I make a lot of saliva. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, And so, yeah, we have Sister Debbie showing up. And Irene's like, hold up. You need to go back home because I don't. Essentially, like, you don't know what you're signing up for. Like, this is going to be a lot, like, you know, um, to go back home, essentially. And, and basically, she says, you don't have what it the takes. Faith. yeah. You mm-hmm. don't have the faith for this. Like, she said, there's women who, a whole convent of women who stake their entire lives on this and sacrifice their lives because they believed in it. Mm-hmm. And, and then she has a rather savage line of, she says, I hope you can find your faith when the time comes. Mm-hmm. And I was like damn mm-hmm. it's pretty savage drop the mic um and then uh we have them transitioning after that to where are they now i'm Marie's like where fixing a cabinet yeah he's fixing the cabinet because we're he's all at the school. reading yeah. at the school that's right and i love how when he was like and she's like cutting it off and the little girl's like i was, I was just, just getting, getting into character and the other <laughs> girls are like yeah an awful character yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but we have another moment where you know, French Maurice and uh, what's her name? Kate. Kate. Kate yes. are they're not even flirting, really, but like they just can't stop making googly eyes at each other and like have these lingering like they both want to say something, but like neither of them really do. Yeah. Moment. Like whenever he turns around yeah. and stuff, and then and he's she's like, just kind of like. And then I love how when he walks away, she also kind of makes this like face of like damn like why why did why wasn't i cooler or why didn't i say why didn't i let him walk or why, why am i letting him walk away yeah or like why didn't i let him fuck me on this desk right now yeah yeah that's um, the movie we came here to see <laughs> literally <laughs> valak joins valak has a dick stroking in the too. corner um and so we have uh him fixing that of course and then we have um the mean girls coming into because we're at recess right now, but the mean girls come to like talk to Sophie and they're like, Hey, like we have 10 more minutes left. Like let's do something fun. And Sophie's like, I don't really trust y'all. But then they're like, don't worry. Like we're not going to do anything to hurt you or whatever. You know, we were just, we're not up to anything right now, but surely enough, they end up taking her to the chapel, which is closed, which we can see that it's been, it's been said it's off limits. And then, um, it's got chains on it. Um, Chained not well enough. Yeah, because the little girls because can slip little right girls it. can slip through it. Yeah, but um, they go and as they get into the chapel, we see something underneath a shroud, and the shroud like it, turns its head. It goes. Yeah, it sounds like a little very gargoyle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And did you see that they're like remaking gargoyle? gargoyle? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. isn't that cool? I, Anyways. Yeah, it is cool. I wasn't like I never really got into gargoyles. Oh, really? I, I love gargoyles. It. It's so fun. It's that one. I mean, I I got into all the other like X Men, nineties like you know the old X Men cartoon. 
Well, I don't know. I feel like I got into all the other ones too. I mean, all the other cartoons. I just never got into gargoyles. I don't mm. know why. I, I love gargoyles. Well, oh, and same, really, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. I never was never. In, those were the two gargoyles and Ninja Turtles. Like I never really got into. Oh, those. I love Ninja Turtles as well. Mm. Um, one of my first Build a Bears was actually Mikey. Yeah, that's cute. And yeah, so but I it was a bear, Mikey. not yeah. a turtle. No, it's it's a little turtle. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like a special edition. That's so cool. You know, I always wanted to go to Build a Bear, and then, then there came a time when that How to Train Your Dragon, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh yeah, movie came out, and they had a toothless one, and I Aww. thought it was the cutest. Toothless thing, is like toothless is so cute. I like adorable. can't my brain can't comprehend the big. How cute. It's the big doughy eyes, the it's big so eyes, cute. the big baby eyes. Yeah. Oh. Um, and so I just I always. You know, to be honest with you, it's it's shame and it's society because I nobody I'm a grown man Like by the time the at, the, cares? at this point. So and then like nobody like nobody I, encouraged. Yeah. You. And then like I didn't have and then I, I the amount of times I told like a like a, a friend like Let, let's go. But like nobody's like, no, I don't want to go build a bear so i would have yeah. gone with thanks, you thanks we didn't know each other then so i didn't you know obviously yeah obviously i um, couldn't and but so i would have um it's yeah. fun I, I, I only had two build bears i, I had the whole mikey and then i had snickers that's cute snickers was a bear okay and snickers just had one little texas longhorn t-shirt <laughs> and then i would put boxers on them Aww. like my brother's boxers <laughs> Okay, hey, that works. <laughs> and I'd have to tie him in the back to fit. <laughs> if it fits, it fits. If it fits. And then he was fully clothed. And it looked like he had just little, like, pajama pants. That's cute. But they were obviously not made for a teddy bear. I mean, I'm not, I'm, as, I, even as an adult, like, I don't mind a stuffed thing. They're oh, kind of yeah. cute. And obviously you have dolls all over your house. But, like. Yeah. I also have I plushies. Mean, like, I, mean, I have like a Mothman plushies. plushie. Like, oh, that's cute. I think they're cute. I don't know. I actually, there was a moment in time where I like got rid of all of these plushies because I'm like, I'm an, adult. I'm an adult. I shouldn't have these. But now I find myself like, I well, still have why my am pillow I pet too. Of that joy. They're just cute. I, I have like my them. pillow pet. His name's Walter. He's Aww. a water buffalo. Water buffalo. That sounds yeah. really cute. I just really bought cute. my niece a little stuffy too. It was a bunny. It was so soft. It was so Aww. cute. I almost wanted to like. It. Look at that one. Hold this one, Josh. Yeah. We've got a stuff, a little a stuffy right mammoth here. in here. I forgot his name. What's his name again? Mammy. Yeah. Mammogram. Because we don't it's like this name. I think it's Chihuahua. It's Chienda. Chienda. Which is such <laughs> a weird name. Chihuahua. And I don't think that's probably how it's even Kienda. pronounced. I like that, actually. Kienda. Kienda. This is Kienda. That's a Kienda. Although it looks like a boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to injure you. I missed injury. Um, Kienda, though. It could be mammoth. a mammoth. Who knows? Kienda could be a guy name. I don't know why I'm making it to yeah. not be a guy name. I think it's because there's a uh at the end of it. Oh, that it sounds. Kind of feminine, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's a gender neutral name. Are there no guy names that end with an uh? Okay, we're going to get away from this. All right. So we're um now inside of this chapel thing. She's going to like the other girls. And the girls are looking in front of this, looking at the stained glass thing. And we get this like basically what you're supposed to do is stand in front of the stained glass window. And whenever the light hits it and the sun hits it at the right point, the eye on this goat turns red and they basically essentially call like it's the devil essentially yeah and they're saying like if you don't look at it for 10 seconds and don't move or whatever um you like, have to watch it the whole time that it's red exactly. otherwise if you look away you've defied the devil and it'll come after and you. it'll come after you yeah. 
Um, so the course. game is called Defy the Devil. And of course, they make her look at it. And of course, they're like, whatever you do, whatever you hear, like, just keep looking. And so what do they do? They leave her there. They leave her, yeah. little bitches. And then they, as she's sitting there staring at the red eye, the wind starts blowing in the room. The mm-hmm. leaves start rustling around her feet. And then she is, it's so fun to just smush, right? Yeah. You yeah. know I have an affinity for like wanting to gouge eyes out. So well, like, doing it. this is now Lucy. Wow. Patron saint. Um, but the wind starts blowing around and then all of a sudden we get a shot of Valak behind her, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah. And then she She doesn't see She it, doesn't see Valak, mm-hmm. but we do. Mm-hmm. And then she runs off and runs down and out and is trying to get out but then she can't escape because these little bitches locked her in and that's the worst thing like especially because now we have this demon that's in there with her um and they're holding the doors and she can't leave and i think this is whenever is it the shroud that starts moving yeah the shroud starts moving towards her Mm -hmm. and it's like inching closer and closer and the shroud starts pulling off and then it doesn't ever, or right as it pulls off the statue, there's a statue underneath it. And the statue comes like. It almost falls on her. Falling at her. But as it's falling at her, the we get the image of Valak yeah. just kind of like. Scare. Jump scare. Yeah. Uh, but then thankfully Maurice comes at the right time to save her and opens the door and is like, get out of, you know, come out. Um, and she gets out, thankfully, and you can tell she's totally freaked out. Yeah, she won't even talk about yeah, it. he can tell that she's freaked out, and he's like, you know, are you okay? Like, did you see something? Um, and I think that's whenever, is it her mom or is it the headmistress that comes? Nobody comes, right? That's just It's it. her mom It's her comes. mom, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why aren't you in class? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, nothing. And he, Maurice is trying to explain, like, it's not her fault, it's the, the girls other are... girls, and then mm-hmm. basically they just walk off. Yeah. And then we're back in Terrasson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're back with uh, Sister Irene and Sister Deborah, and they're uh, continuing their investigation. We're back at that, you know, Terrasson where that church was at the beginning of the Where dome. the father got caught yeah. on fire. And they are talking... Uh, little boy... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this is they're going through the church. This is where they see that painting, right? Of the saint, Lucy the saint. Yeah, mm-hmm. eventually. And okay. yeah, something happens before that. Basically, the priestess or whoever mm-hmm. it is is explaining the nun, mm-hmm. um, is explaining that like everyone says their church is cursed now and that God has abandoned them. That's and right. then as Irene is standing there at the altar, she gets a vision of the burned father and turns around. And the little boy, Jack. And Jack, mm-hmm. Jock is behind her and he comes up and places a rosary in her hand. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Deborah's like, hey, what's going on? And then there uh at this point deborah asks to see his room Mm -hmm. and so they go and to see the father's room the late father's Mm -hmm. and they go and they're looking to go find the keys and stuff but then that's whenever they're looking at the the painting of uh lucy Lucy. and deborah's like that's kind of creepy which it was it was but it was also like a dope painting and i was like i would have that in my house (laughs) i would not I liked it. Too creepy for me. It was a little creepy. Mm -hmm. But this is where Irene explains who St. Lucy was and Mm -hmm. that she was the patron saint of the blind and that basically she was murdered by pagans. Who took her eyes out. Took her eyes out and Mm -hmm. that um, 
they set her on fire, but yeah. she wouldn't burn, yeah. right? Yeah. Is what they said. Because she was like holy or something. Yeah. yeah. And then essentially um, her family uh, got the eyes. And scat- and like they oh, spread the, out yeah. around the, the they globe. all scattered around the globe. Her ancestors. Not her eyeballs, the yeah, ancestors. Yeah. And they're all, I guess, through the series of all the ancestors, I don't know how, but this whole family lineage has been keeping these eyes protected and secret yes. uh, for all these years. Yeah. Um, and so we have them learning, uh, uh, Deborah learning about all that and us as the audience, all that's going to come into play later, a bunch of foreshadowing. Um, and then I think this is whenever they go to um, uh, get, oh yeah, this is when she has that flashback of Frenchie. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, they uh, go, Maurice. yeah. And they're, they're talking about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're basically the priestess, the nun is mm-hmm. like, well, we basically we had this handyman here who came from Romania and um, he, you know, is a world traveler and stuff. But he and left I, the day after mm-hmm. it happened. And you can then, tell Irene's ears are like perking up and her eyes are like, wait, she's hmm. like, wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what's his name? The. The nun was like, he had a nickname. It was called like, uh, and then she was like, both at the same time, Frenchie. Yeah. And then she's like, dun, dun, dun. And it's kind of clicking for her a little bit now. Um, and this is whenever we get into the flashback of whenever they were leaving each other after the first film of like of all the incidents. And basically, you know, this little good send off of like, you know, she he saved her life essentially. Right. And so she's like, you know, I, I owe you like and he's like, we will forever be like connected to each other. Like this is, you know, basically we're family now. Like we've been through shit. Yeah. We've been through a lot. Through it demons. also sounded like he was trying to like put some moves on her. Oh, yeah. He, liked that her. Was, he did yeah. like her. Mm-hmm. I was almost a little mad whenever he was like flirting with Kate. And then mm-hmm. I was like, wait, he can't even be with Irene anyways. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Her vow. Um, And so uh, we Lick. have. Uh oh Lord, what are we where are we at? Where are we at? Basically, um we're oh, back yeah, the at the yeah. yeah, the flashback happens. All that cutesy stuff, with that. whatever. And it's... then we're back at the boarding school. Yeah. And um I, at this point I was like, Oh no, please don't let anything happen to Sophie. Mm-hmm. I got really attached to Sophie at this point. And I was like, mm-hmm. please don't let her die because she starts following what looks like her mom upstairs, yeah. basically. And um because I think this is where she was spying on. Oh, she was spying Kate on Kate because and we, Maurice. we we get some information, background information about. This is where we learned about the old headmistress, mistress's son, and how he died. Cedric, and, oh, Cedric died in, in the war, the bombing, and that's why we don't the go chapel. to the chapel. Yes, and that's why the chapel looked as decrepit as it yeah. did because I think it had even Frenchy, I think Frenchie was even like, "Why is why are we have kids around here? Like, what's around that? It's dangerous." Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have um. Sophie was spying and then her mom goes back in and then her mom makes like a little they like oh you were spying like whatever whatever yeah and then we have her walking I guess if she's going to class and then Sophie kind of like s- takes a bit to go behind her but she thinks she ends up following her mom because because she gets distracted because mm-hmm. she looks back at Maurice oh Maurice she notices and Maurice he's like like starts seizing yeah. basically because mm-hmm. he had like one of the little garden hoe things little it. spatula in his yeah. hand and then dropped it and as he was trying to chase the crows away, mm-hmm. which the crows seem to be kind of like the herald this whole time of That's Valak. True. Yeah. Every time. They would come out. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, then she starts following what looks like her mom upstairs. It's not mama. It's not just, you can tell by the way that she's walking and just being so quiet. Oh yeah. And And not responding to her being like mom. Mom. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And then she gets all the way up to the top, looks through this door. And I was like, that door did not look like it had as bright of wallpaper as it did. Oh no. No. Yeah. It's really cool because we get the shot of her opening the door and it happens to be the Warren's house. Yeah. So cool. And Valak's just standing creepily at the end of the hallway. Like, uh, which one was it that that happens on that? Remember uh, uh, Lorraine's daughter, I think it's in the original country. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wherever she, cause her mom's sitting there writing in, yeah, yeah, the yeah. notebook and she has the vision that's right, that's right. and everything i believe it happened in the, the beginning year. of the second one it might be in the beginning of the second I think one it's the second one yeah, 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 yeah. i don't know yeah yeah because yeah. the first one's all about that first family the nun oh, right. doesn't make a appearance yeah I believe, just yet um but yeah so it's really cool we get a little tie in there um also how did that happen i don't know well, we get a flash of um, Lorraine's eyes at the end, yeah, too. Yeah, we do, we do. Seeing that maybe she is a part of oh, a descendant I'm, of Lucy as I'm well. Full-hearted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is a descendant. But also, like, but that doesn't necessarily explain the connection at that point. Because that's also not... Irene. Maybe Valak can just slip through time. Maybe. I mean, Valak's a demon, so multi... Maybe she's getting banished at any point in time. And it's all a circle and cyclical. Because yeah. if you think about it, maybe this is in all order happening before actually... Valak even met the Warrens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. That's a good that's a whole other like thing that to go into. Maybe um, it took the power of all of them combined to actually abolish and get rid of Valak. That's the third movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um like Lorraine's powers coming in and her very Halloween town. Yeah. With or the... charmed. The power of three will set us free. Malikima. Yeah. You too. What's her brother's name? I forget his uh, name. Is it his name Peter? No. No, it's not Peter. That's come on. I know we know it. It's been so long because I don't have Dis- I don't have Halloween Town Plus. anymore. Disney Plus. Disney Plusy. Um. Oh, what is his name? Dell Emmett. Daryl. John. Come on. It's Dylan. Up. It's Dylan. Dylan Piper. It's Dylan. Yeah. Marnie. Dylan. Sophie. Sophie. Gwen. Sophie was a, like badass witch. Yeah, I'm really sad was. we didn't get like more spinoffs or more like now we get to see her. How lame is that to have such an awesome Cromwell and then get stuck with the last name Piper? Mm, that sucks. Cromwell's so much name. more witchy, yeah, because yeah. it's the, the mom. Wait, no. So the mom married. No, the yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. The, the mom the married. married. Yeah, 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 someone named Piper. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cromwell is the maiden name. It is so cool. Um, but anyways, we are we are in that hallway. Yeah, and then Valak comes out. Yeah, Valak, yeah, like kind of. It seems like Valak charges, but it's like crows mm-hmm. that come out and then all of a sudden we see that the hallway itself was nothing but dusty shit yeah, piled just, up in a corner mm-hmm. and stuff that it wasn't this bright vibrant colorful wallpaper in this super long hallway it was actually a rather short room yeah um and like a storage closet of some sorts and yeah. then um you know she i guess she closes does she walk 
off or somehow i yeah, just remember she that walks runs down a little bit right down to the second level of the staircase but that's when and then valak is right in front of her yeah, yeah. and then she's just and looking I was like, at her Ugh. menacingly oh it is so creepy it was i was like oh god get, girl get away get away get away um and then all of a sudden her mom opens the door downstairs letting light flood the building and all of a sudden we see that valak is gone but there's this like it's like imprint on the wall Mm -hmm. yeah that looks like valak Mm -hmm. or at least a nun in general yeah um on the wall which i was like valak's part of the building now okay and so the whole time we see that she wasn't following her mom so she's like what the fuck um and so then here we go at that point that's whenever we cut back to um the sisters irene and deborah and they're trying to check into a motel um but for some reason, like their reservation, reservation was not saved. There. Yeah. So I maybe love how she Deborah's just had like, a vision that she made a reservation <laughs> right? and never actually did. I, I love how Deborah's like, That's some let, shit let, I do. Let me handle it. And she's just like, can I just, can I speak to can a I manager? Speak to a manager. Um, and so then that's when we have Irene stepping out and she ends up quite luckily running into um, Jack because he's playing football uh with the other little kids in town and she sees him tying his shoe and she's like hey weren't you that boy that was there at the church and she's like don't be scared my name's irene and i you know just you know can you tell me if you had a rosary and she's and he's like that was father what's his faces that was his Lamont and or something yeah and she's trying to ask him a few questions but he doesn't give her that much more information and then he ends up running off and she tries to go and chase him and she follows what she thinks is him. But I don't think it was him at all. Um, and gets Yeah, I don't in. think no. Jack was ever here. Oh, OK. Oh, really? At all? Even at the beginning? Yeah. Oh, he could not. So, yeah. Also, the way they all disappeared. That makes sense. Yeah, because uh-huh. the whole group disappears. Yeah. And then she's following just a singular one of mm-hmm. this singular Jack. Jack. Yeah. Just running around kicking leading her through these corridors as he's kicking a ball around until she uh, stumbles upon this like magazine rack stack. which i thought was the weirdest like it was just kind of out of nowhere yeah mm-hmm. which i mean there could have been a magazine salesman there maybe it's a busy corridor <laughs> where lots of people during the day but it's 1957 isn't it yeah like, I, could, I didn't 56. even i didn't even know that magazines were like that big a deal back then oh yeah magagazines were mm. huge Mm-hmm. that's how they sold all of their i have that's a true. bunch of clippings from magazines mm. and stuff back in the day um it's like the internet yeah for now for was, better, for then. with all the ads and stuff like that um but mm. it was really cool they we get this little turning of a card pages. holder mm-hmm. and then we've got all the pages just going rustling through and turning and they're you know we start seeing like faces of fear and different images and then all of a sudden they start slowly forming this form Uh and then all of a sudden the pages just stop and we've got a valak valak shape Uh and um it doesn't do anything at first it's (laughs) just rather stagnant yeah and you're just like kind of looking at it and you're like okay when's it gonna happen and then she walks up to it like a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bitch, get away from that. What are you doing? We do not go. We know we're fighting Valak. Like, don't yeah. don't go towards the thing that looks like a nun. Specifically like, Valak. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she goes up to it. And what happens? That Valak pops out, grabs her by the throat. Yep. 
and she gets a vision of Saint Lucy having yeah. her eyes gouged out, and then and then I was like, but then maybe being given the gift of sight, yeah, and that's exactly what it was, as we find out later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, we have basically her getting her eyes taken out, mm-hmm. stabbed, and then we see the that little, they're like in this little silver. What do you call that? A lockbox, a little. So yeah, like it looked what, like like a jewelry case. Like yeah, from back in the day, like f- the same one from Anastasia. You've never seen Anastasia. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Um, it looked kind of like the music box yeah. from then, but yeah, a little tiny silver or a pill box, but mm-hmm. bigger, mm-hmm. Um, big enough to hold two eyeballs, and basically she then passes out deborah finds her on the ground on later the road. yeah and she's screaming for help and stuff and then we're back with the headmistress right and yeah. she's checking the grounds of the school she is yeah yeah and then uh, she is uh, doing that she starts to hear some shit and that's whenever she sees that it's Frenchie at the doors of the chained up chapel. Yep. Um, and he's having another one of those moments, I guess, when he's like there but not there and his body's just like you know? But it sounds like he's like shaking the chains, isn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like he's breaking the... in but not breaking in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like <clears throat> he's kind of like just like a shell of a mm-hmm. person who doesn't really have many motor like yeah, functions I see that. I see what because mean. he's like, it's like he's trying to get in, but doesn't know how to get in. Yeah. Yeah. And so like he's just, yeah. Just like sh- sitting there shaking on the doors because mm-hmm. the demon knows that the eyeballs are mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it can't get him to get it through it. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so we have the headmistress, right? She's like, Hey, Frenchie, what the fuck? And he's just like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she's even looking at it like, he clearly looks like he's like going through it or something. Cause he's like all sweaty. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And like the way he like walks away and she's just like, uh, it's, okay. it's okay. Just like, go back to bed. Yeah, go back to your room. Sure. She's <laughs> like, that's fucking weird. Uh, But then really immediately behind her, she just hears mama and she turns around and she's like, what? And so, um, obviously, we know that her little kid died earlier. So she's like, "Whoa!" And immediately, she just takes out that key and starts like uh, unlocking the it. And off. I was like, "Oh, don't mm-hmm. unlock it!" And then she um, goes into the chapel, of course, and she's exploring because she hears the you know the mama coming from in there, and she thinks it's Cedric. And then she ends up seeing Cedric, but like in a ghost f- dead form, Cedric. Um, and he's like having her. She's basically chasing him through the room. Yeah, because uh-huh. we keep seeing like he's, like, he'll, he's dodging little, her. Yeah, little flashes of Cedric running, yeah. and then like going right behind something, and she's following him around with the flashlight, and then finally he stays still long enough for her to pan the flashlight on him, and then we see Valak behind him, and then just puts her little finger claws on his shoulder, grips his shoulder. And then he just starts laughing and he mm-hmm. picks up that incense thing. And then he just starts beating the shit out of her. Mama. Yeah. Throwing it around and gets her She's nice doing the best dead. she can to get, get away from him. And she's like, what the fuck? And then that's when. But he's she- just going ham on her. Yeah. Just laughing like maniacally mm-hmm. the whole time as well. And just. She unfortunately gets positioned to where she's underneath that hook, hook thing. Major like 
probably made of just solid steel mm-hmm. or would definitely kill somebody. something Which and it, does. it falls on her head and yep she's out dead from the neck up dead from the neck down can't get much deader than that yep yeah we have um the, she's dead the headmistress is dead um and so that's whenever we have um her irene wakes back up i believe we're back with irene and sister debbie yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. And she and wakes up from whatever, you know, comatose state she was in from that vision she had. And she basically says that I, my notes say that it, it's going to basically kill Maurice when it's done with him. Yeah. Cause she has like she this epiphany out. of like what it's after yeah. and what it wants this whole time has been the eyes. Um, and yes, like you said, it's going to kill Maurice. So they need to go save Maurice. And um, then they, whenever she comes to, Deborah's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Jacques stopped by and he dropped this off that's right yeah, and yeah. she pulls it out and it's the rosary and mm-hmm. then she finds this little crest on it and she's like this looks so familiar but i can't figure out why and deborah's mm-hmm. like oh actually i think i saw it on another of the deceased of and these mm-hmm. photos the photographs, yeah. and then so she pulls it out and sure enough it the same crest, symbol yeah. is yeah we find out later it's a family crest yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that is on um this rosary is also on one of the deceased Mm -hmm. and um then basically next i believe we have kate finding the body of the head mistress the what's her name i forgot i never knew her name i i think i wrote it down at the end of my notes (laughs) which was not like conducive to this yeah Yeah. so maybe we'll get it a little later yeah or maybe i saw it and went well it's too late to note that now (laughs) Well, they end up, uh, Kate finds her body, right? And she's yeah. dead, dead, dead. And obviously Kate is like, what, what, what? And then we have them rolling out her body. And I think obviously it's a quick little, like, you know, the cops are there and they're like trying to, you know, get things cleaned up. Um, and this is whenever we have. And poor Sophie sees her body oh, yeah. getting rolled past or mm-hmm. carried past and this freaks her out. Uh, yeah. And because so she goes have, and hides. Because Kate comes to French to Maurice and she's like, I, I can't find Kate anywhere. Please like help me find her. And he's like, okay, call, you know, we'll find her. And so he goes looking and which he does have a good idea. And he goes and finds her in the tower thing. Bell, Bell tower Bell thing. Tower. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got a good little hideout, little hiding spot. I know. It was really cute. Um, and that's whenever, you know, he's asking her, like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And she tells him, like, you know, Miss, you, you know, what's her fucking face never goes in there. And I don't know why she would go in there now. And, like, there's just, there's something, there's a bad presence here. Like, I feel it. And he's like, wait, have you seen anything? And she's like, no, it's just a feeling. She's um, like, there's something here that's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. And so she's definitely on to something because she's not wrong. Um, and then that's whenever we have him convincing her to like, you know, uh, what, what does he say? Something about the fear or, uh, he's basically just kind of giving her a little pep talk, but also kind of saying like, I will protect you and it'll be okay. Like nothing bad is going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they end up leaving and he gets her out and then we cut back to Irene, Irene and Debbie and they're at this like really fancy Catholic library. They're heading, yeah, to the Catholic archives, Mm -hmm. the pop D... Papa, <laughs> <or something. laughs> exactly. It's pop to something. Um, um, but, yes. but it it all happened too fast for me mm-hmm. to write it down, and I don't know French. So, um, but they're there. They show up. They're there. They. She was like, I have some connections in the Catholic archive. She mm-hmm. is going to meet said connections now, and basically, she's going, and they're discovering that all the victims are descendants of Saint Lucy, mm-hmm. and that also. How does the saint have descendants? 
Yeah, true. Tell me that. Well, like, I mean, do saints fuck? I feel like, yeah, maybe they were just someone who was like so holy in life and that stuff. They get like promoted. But to God this. did say to spread your seed, right? Didn't He say that? Like, I guess I don't. I, sure, I feel like that's in the I wasn't Bible. There. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, I, I guess. But I just didn't know. Like, I don't know. Honestly, grew up like I don't know much about saints. I thought when literally when I was growing up, I literally thought saints were like angels. I didn't know that they were people, people that who? became famous. Like, I don't know anything about saints either. So no, we might be all wrong. Okay. Anyways, that, but that was just my my intrusive thoughts. I was like, how do they have descendants? Like, I don't could be like just in the same family line. Like, say they had sisters. Oh, okay. And then the blood brothers. That way. Yeah, that could and be something. Then so they just technically were related to that family and. But I mean, they could I, also have had children. Who knows? I didn't mean to do. And then maybe they were better in mm-hmm. their life, and then got promoted to sainthood. I don't know. That's true. But we are learning about all of this and how Valak wants to get to these eyes because apparently, if any demon entity gets to these eyes, it, it, we don't really even get necessarily like explained what it could be, but it's apparently super duper bad. Yeah, and I love how Deb- Deborah was basically like, "So the demon is after a pair of eyes." <laughs> That was like exactly how she delivered the yeah. line. And Very I was realistic. like, yeah, because like in, in all honesty, it sounds kind of comical. Yeah, it does. Um, like what would a demon need those eyes for? Like it's a demon. Exactly. It powerful enough to probably do. I mean, look at all the shit it's already been doing. And they did explain that this demon perhaps was actually an angel previously yeah. that had been rejected <laughs> by God. And hence, that's why basically I feel like it would be not like seen in the eyes of God again, but like promoted back to like angel power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you If mean. it got a hold of these eyes, mm-hmm. which whenever Valak did get the eyes, there was like this halo, this mm-hmm. glow of light that shone about Yeah, I mean, it looked her pretty head. powerful. Yeah. It like became pretty strong. It's like, it's basically like a power up. Like if you play a video game, it's a power up. It's Super Mario with his little, with little big Mario. <laughs> mushroom essentially um and so we have um uh after learning about all of this they're like all right we're gonna go to um oh because this is where they learned that what what is this jean paul radar mm-hmm. was the, the one of the descendants and he had buried the eyeballs on the ground of his monastery which yes. then became a winery and then now is a boarding, boarding school. school and so if you put two and two together you can clue in like oh yeah they're going to the boarding school where the other part of the story is is now yeah Yeah. Um, so now we're merging our storylines yay and so we end up um we're heading there and this is where we get a little bit more of uh bonding these nuns might not get there in one piece based on sorry did you you remember how the car was driving (laughs) it was going fast it was like yeah skirt like going in between lanes like uh-huh. passing people and like about drifting on the corners <laughs> i was like drift. geez louise i was like they, it's a, they're gonna die important. before they get there i wonder who the driver was it was probably it was some the, it was the bone guy from halloween town benny oh yeah <laughs> um i think that's the name benny but um there we get another moment where deborah and uh irene are talking and irene comes was my more forthcoming because she's like you know i didn't necessarily tell you She's like, I lied to you. Basically, yeah. She's like, I lied to you. I 
do remember more than I let on about my mother. And she was... In fact, I remember everything. Yeah, like she was like me and we both had these powers and um, essentially like uh, her dad had her mom committed because he couldn't handle her. Yeah. And there was, you know, apparently back then her dad was just like, well, it's witchcraft or you're crazy. So, you know, don't don't be around us. And then, of course, when Irene was having these same, you know, stuff as her mom, her dad, her dad did not like that. Um, yeah, so he sent her away to the convent. Conventy, yes. Um, um, and then this is whenever we have um, a sweet little scene. Uh huh. Between of, Mauricio and a Kate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Sophie. Like at first, oh, Sophie and Sophie? Maurice yeah, yeah, are right. dancing, mm-hmm. but then you know he sets her down, and then she's like, "Mom, it's your turn." Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Oh no, I shouldn't." And she's like, "Please." And then she's like, "No." And then she looks over at Maurice and he's like, I don't know, please. Yeah. <laughs> and then they are dancing together. And um, while they're dancing and everything, you know, it seems like really happy, mm-hmm. hunky dory time until Maurice starts like passing out, kind of like convulsing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he collapses. And this is when Kate finds the mark under his skin on the back of his neck, which yeah. we saw at the end of the first movie, showing that he was possessed mm-hmm. of the upside down cross on his neck. And um, then we get the painting of Valak from I was like, that painting hasn't been yeah. done yet. No, but we get the painting of Valak that Ed Warren paints paints mm-hmm. in The Conjuring 2. Yes. Um, and I love how the nun pops out of it. Yep, and mm-hmm. she's like, Rah. she's like, Rah. and then we have, um, uh, they're all running, and then this is whenever, thankfully, in the nick of time, Sister Irene and Sister Deborah show up. Yep, and they run right into him, and mm-hmm. then basically Irene is like, get away from them, mm-hmm. and then he was like, what, what the fuck is yeah. going on? And she's like, it's inside of you. Yeah, and then he all of a sudden just starts like his bones start. <laughs> cracking and mm-hmm. then he says hello sister mm-hmm. very Just sinister like yeah <laughs> very valicky very cunty valic takes over and then irene gets blasted no because she gets she gets chased i think a little bit first but she yeah. gets uh she chases him and then yeah, he, he just like blasts her up against the window and then like she falls down and then i love how then sister deborah tries to come and help but then she gets like yeeted um, yeah, I, I love. She just like hops on his back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he like eats her, f- flips her over uh-huh. him, and then yeah, then she gets force pushed. pushed. Yeah, force pushed back. And then we have um, the Irene is calling out the demon, and she's basically like, "Leave him! Like you have no power here. Um, I expel you, demon, by the power of Christ." And um, then Deborah's like, "Yeah, this ain't gonna work." And knocks him out. <laughs> knocks him out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they tie him up. But not at all good enough, no. apparently. We no. find out later. Um, they're in the chapel, and they're looking for the eyes at this point. Um, they are with the little Sophie. And so Sophie is telling them about how, like, the the light and the ghosts and the, uh, the, the goat eyes Goats and all that. eyes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I said, what in the national treasure is going yeah, on here? it does feel that way. Yep, because oh. the goat's eye, once the whenever it turns red, shines the light on the location of the buried eyeballs. Which also gives kind of like the first movie reminiscent to Mary points the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which also we I did think say I said what in the national, national treasure, treasure is this too. Yeah. Oh, this cute. movie has everything. We need the crossover event. Yeah. That'd be national cool. treasure times Nicolas Cage with Valak. Yeah. Can I love imagine? it. 
Um, and I'd watch that movie. He would beat Valak with the power of knowledge. He'd get the Declaration of Independence yeah. and just smack it on <laughs> Valak's face. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, and so then we have um, them obviously looking for where the... Oh, yeah, that's right. Because Sister Deborah goes on on the other side and she is able to flash a flashlight through it and they make it point to where it's pointing. Mm -hmm. um, but at this point, as they're digging and trying to get it out, um, Sophie looks back up and the goat is gone. The goat is just gone. Mm -hmm. And then we are with... The bitches. The bitches, one of whom's name is Celeste. I got that. Okay. Um, but awoken to something walking on yeah. the floor above them mm -hmm. and they were like i think something's upstairs and then so the main bitch, main bitch is like to celeste you go bitch number two you go and i was like bitch why, why don't you go check it out mm -hmm. or like go together mm -hmm. but then uh oh and so we're kind of like flashing back between and forth them. between mm -hmm. them we're going they find the eyes of saint lucy um, they uncover the little box mm -hmm. and then Deborah is runs into Celeste and yeah. is like, who are you? Yeah. And Celeste is like, who are you? And she's like, I'm a friend of Kate's. And then she's like, I think there's something upstairs. And then she starts panning her light. Oh, yeah, this part. <laughs> and then she pans her light. And then we see this. We see the horns of a goat at yeah. first. And then it just turns its head and goes, wow. <laughs> It's so scary. Like it's it's like a goat man. It's like Mr. Tumnus, but evil. I almost choked on my like spit when I saw this. Do you think it's comical? I did. Okay, got it. Because it just was like it literally was like ha ah, at them, yeah. and so then I was just and no, it was terrifying. Whenever it started coming down the stairs yeah, yeah. at them, and it was coming so fast. And I was so like, long. yeah, yeah, with its legs and everything all hunched over. I was like, get yeah. inside that room now. But just it its initial though. face on the goat was funny to me. It was very like, get that flashlight off me, bitch. Yeah. I'm taking a shit. It <laughs> did look like it was taking a shit up in the corner. It was all hunched over. Yeah. And so then um, they obviously are getting chased by this devil goat. And then they end up into the bedroom where all the other girls are sleeping in. Um, and then um, they, they're able to get the door barricaded and it's like beating on the door trying to get in they're all like what the fuck is that and then i think at this point even like it's it the, starts throwing the, the girls around the room but without even being in there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just like being thrown around tossed um, and then shit starts flying and then the door opens mm -hmm. and it starts pulling celeste towards it yeah and celeste is like no and then deborah gets her in the nick of Thankfully. time and then before the demon goat could get in there they run off right or they go out a different way they go out yeah. the back way but then at this point it cuts doesn't it cut to maurice and he's like attacking yeah or chasing he starts, the group or something like that yeah maurice has just shown up we've seen now that maurice has gotten out of his chains that's right we yeah, yeah, yeah. we see him kind of waking up mm -hmm. to crows cawing and flying past and then the next shot we get is just the chains on the ground mm -hmm. with no maurice in sight um, but Maurice has now popped up and he first off throws Kate when Kate tries to like That's come true. near him. And then he gets poor Sophie's in the corner, just like freaking out. Mm -hmm. And he gets Irene and he starts banging her head on the floor. Mm -hmm. And I was just Fucking like, oh, shit. I thought she was dead. I thought she was a goner. Yeah. And you and, thought this was it for her. Yeah. Cause and then Debbie was going to take over. Hit her head like three times. Yeah, I was like, bad. ugh. On the concrete, I was like, her head's got to be pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um, but Sophie then steals the eyes and mm -hmm. runs off. 
and then we're back with the goat devil stalking them basically stalking the other group the girls who are hiding yeah and they end up in this room that is adjacent to the headmistress's room because we remember earlier when they were Madame sticking Laurent. The, the Madame Laurent, mm-hmm. they were sticking the roaches in her room. I knew I got her name so here. So at this point, we have head bitch, mean girl, uh, putting her body in through that little, I don't know, opening. Air, air duct. duct. Yeah. And she goes into the room and she's flashing the light in there and we see all these roaches everywhere. And she then flashes in the light enough and she hears a noise, so she flashes it, and we see Madame Laurent, Laurent standing there, but not facing her. Um, and then um, she is like freaking out because she sees Madame Laurent there, and she starts to try to come out, but she's not out all the way right because that's whenever Lana Laurent like gets her and starts pulling yeah, her in, grabs her by the head, and is pulling her in, yeah. and then she's got her arms on either side, mm-hmm. and as her head's just getting like. Yeah, yeah, and then the other girls and Deborah are trying to pull her back and stuff, and then they end up pulling Madame Laurent all the way through this air duct with them, and Madame Laurent's like crawling out, (laughs) all creepy like, Mm -hmm. um, and then then this is we we have Sophie hiding in her hideout, but Maurice obviously knows her hideout area, so he goes up there in the bell tower and he gets to her. Um, and then and he's trying to lure her um, out yeah. by acting like old Maurice, mm-hmm. not possessed Maurice. He's like, hey, Captain, like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he would call her Captain yeah. and she would call him Lieutenant and stuff. And so he was like trying to lure Back her out her. by being sweet and like normal Maurice. Uh-huh. But then all of a sudden the eyeballs start glowing and that like sets <laughs> Maurice off. Close to her, yeah. Yeah. Because he's like kind of like getting close enough to her to like do something. But then yeah, those go off and he's like, ah and then she's like okay <laughs> and so she like ends up running but then he's chasing after her which is scary and they're in the bell tower and then uh somehow is uh, i don't remember why is it just because it's so old and like it's under yeah pieces? i think it's so old and she's on that one part because he like screamed and i think the eyes were starting to like trigger something yeah. that like maybe made the ground tremor yeah yeah and then basically the bell just comes down <gasps> All the way through, ripping Boom. the floors out from underneath them and stuff. And we get this big billow of smoke coming out. You know, Sister Irene is out there at the time. She runs right, right head into head first into the smoke. Yeah. Um. She's and not supposed to do. Yeah, I was like, bitch, you can't even see. Girl. Like you're gonna trip over. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a water fountain in the middle of this thing, and you're yeah. gonna trip over it, or you're gonna run into his tomatoes. And uh, we cut back to Sophie and uh, Maurice, and they're. Uh, she's you know basically hanging on for her dear life and trying to climb from one end of this like wooden stair thing to the other side like a little bridge very and, much like national treasure yeah, i think too too when yeah. they're in the mount rushmore and they have that thing yeah and yeah. then um he Frenchie maurice pops up and is like you know trying to claw at her and unfortunately she thankfully he falls off of and ends up like going all the way to the bottom. Yeah. He almost got her. Yeah. It was scary. I uh, was like, Ooh. yeah. And a poor girl, she could only grip with one hand cause she's cause, holding in the eyes with the other. Yeah. And she was so smart. She knew that she couldn't drop them. Yeah. Even though I probably would have been like, nope. <laughs> or tossed it, but then he yeah, tried to toss it up onto the level, but up ahead or something. But 
anyway, yeah. she was smart enough. And, and then um, he, you know, he falls. And then that's whenever uh, Miss Irene comes in and she's like, you know, calling out for Sophie. And she finds they, they get back together. And this is whenever Sophie gives her the eyes. And then he comes towards uh, Sister Irene and she tries to use the eyes on him. Right. Or she's like holding them. Yeah. And then he ends up like basically collapsing and then it's pretty much a fake out because it's like trying to make her seem like you know she's won she defeated it somehow this maurice is now dead yeah yeah which i was like uh maurice is dead and i was like nah that was too easy and then she's like comes up to him and is like oh so so sad and And crying and then he's like hot gotcha bitch and surprise takes the eyes from her yep yep and then he stands up and he's got his arm raised mm-hmm. and the light starts shining through and then all of a sudden the eyeballs go into him yeah and, and then, then valic we get super cunt valic super cunty valic mm-hmm. just arises behind him and is like she's got the longest robes now make a valic yeah that imagine that robe coming down the met gala stairs yeah yeah, someone needs to come. Mm-hmm. As valid, they should do a horror movie. That would be theme at the Met Gala. Such that, a good theme. Yeah, come on now. People would, people could eat it up. Mm-hmm. Be like Halloween. They have all that money. They can make so many great costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we have obviously. I'm like my notes was like, oh, Valak wins. Okay, movie's over. No, but um, she's super, super, duper strong. Um, and then just starts like going after everybody essentially after yeah. Irene. And I was like, I guess Valak's an angel again yeah, now right? because of all the light that mm-hmm. was coming behind mm-hmm. her and stuff. I was like, Valak's an angel again. I guess yeah. I don't know, but yeah, Valak's not letting anyone escape. Nope. Um, Sophie tries to run away gets Uh, caught I think at this point too oh we cut back to the girls because they're still running away from the goat Uh, I think at this point I just wrote oh the head mean bitch girl number one her name is Simone Simone Simone. gets stabbed she gets impaled yeah Um, and then we have uh, Irene this is when we come back to Valak and Irene and Irene gets risen into the air like the priest from the first part of the movie and she gets set ablaze by valak yep. but it's like not it's like going it's like up inching. to her waist yeah, yeah yeah and then we come to realize that sister irene doesn't burn doesn't get burned nope just, just like, like lucy mm-hmm. yeah because she basically gets this we get these like flashes while she's burning visions. Yeah. yeah while she's <clears throat> burning of like her mother and saying like you have my eyes and i'll always be with you and stuff like Is that this where we get the eyes of lorraine right Yes, yeah. and this is also where we get the eyes of Lorraine that pop up, mm-hmm. and um, then yeah, yeah, basically it's just all that Montage. and coming forth, and then she is like just drops mm-hmm. to the ground, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm totally fine." Deborah's like, "What the fuck, man?" And she's like, "I'm I'm good." And like in my notes, I'm like, Irene, remember she's a bad fucking bitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did, and so she ends up. Uh, trying to f- she fights off uh valak's like blows that she's trying to send to her and and deborah and then that's whenever she what is it he's trying to kill sophie and then that's whenever um like deborah says something about the wine and she's like she's like wait a minute and i was like oh shit they're gonna turn all of this wine into the blood of christ mm, yeah. because if they believe it then it is oh yeah because deborah says that was a miracle yeah, yeah, yeah and then that's whenever she gets the idea she was like 
you have the faith now. Like mm-hmm. you've seen a miracle because that was what Deborah said she wanted yeah. to come along with in the first place was yeah. to witness a miracle. Yeah. And she was like, that was a miracle. So then Irene's like, okay, it's, well, it's time to believe. Time to believe. Yeah. Be- uh, because um, uh, la, 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 the, uh, sister Irene and Debbie, they're praying, right? Yeah. And they're saying, yeah. I think what they pray over the wine typically mm-hmm to make it into the blood of Christ. And so they say all their little... And at the same time, I believe Maurice at the same time is like fighting off the evil inside of him. Yeah, because he's like about to stab Sophie, Mm -hmm. but he's like stopping. Yeah, it's like on pause. Yeah. And so then that's whenever, thankfully, that wine just gets blasted and it all just All through the room. Yeah. Comes flooding out Mm -hmm. and it just... Washes (sighs) over everything, washes over Valak. And sets Valak ablaze. Mm -hmm. And Valak just burns up. To a little crispy. Yeah, a little, a little crispy, crispy. But also, like, the power of Valak, because this bitch keeps coming back. Yeah. Like, t- go through this, and now we already know that she comes I'm back later on. I'm a little sad on. that there was no snakes and that it was all crows. That's true, Valak's right? The it's the Marquis of, of snakes. snakes. Yeah, that is I true. I thought about that. I actually didn't think about that until just now. And it would have made more sense to have, like, snakes be more of a calling card than Yeah, but there was crows. no snakes at all in this one. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. There were snakes in the first one. Maybe they thought, well, we did that already. Yeah. Hmm. But again. It's okay. This the one. The were pretty good, though. Should, Valak, may, maybe Valak was fulfilling the defiler, the profane, yeah. a little bit more. And these. During that this makes one. Sense. She's like, we've already done the Marquis of Snakes. That's out, guys. Can you imagine? I'm like, imagine. That was an, so an SNL 2019. Skit of like Valak. When did the nun yeah. come out? 2018. Yeah. 2018. That's damn so it. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and so, yes, Valak loses. We got the big boss. He's done. And then Fringy, uh, Maurice comes back to us. Um, and Sister, you saved me. Yeah. Um, so he thinks. And then that's whenever we have, you know, he's the, you know, the debt's been repaid. And they're like, you know, all lovey-dovey. And everything's good now. Um, and then we cut to it being, I'm assuming, a few weeks or a month or something and then because he's all kind of healed, healed up. up a little bit and he's still got a lamp she sister irene comes and takes him outside and shows him that his tomatoes have grown yeah they're, and now they're mm-hmm. all big mm-hmm. Aww, big tomatoes now and i guess because sophie was taking care of them because she walks up with a little water pail yeah and then they just walk off as a happy little family. Yeah. And then it's and just the, over. Yeah, pretty much. Because he's like, um, and he's like, he's you know, telling sorry. them I'm sorry. And they're like, obviously, they're like, it's okay. We love you. And then, um, yeah. And then I'm like, he's still a demon. But okay. Because that's just how much he is still a demon? Well, he has to be. Oh. Because of the conjuring and his interaction with Lorraine. Oh, right. Yeah, because that still hasn't yeah, happened yet. Yeah, because that still hasn't that's happened. That's like in another 15 to 20 years. Oh, right. That's what we thought was going to happen in this film mm-hmm. before The Nun 2 came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, forgot. Yeah. That we're going to maybe tie into that somehow, but no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So there's still more. R.I.P. Yeah. R. Poor Frenchie. Yeah, He's yeah, gone yeah. through the ringer. Mm-hmm. Valak was pretty, it was done dormant in there for a while then. Because I'm pretty sure it's... She's like, okay, fine. that's 56 and the stuff, uh, I believe, that didn't happen until like the 70s. Yeah. Is whenever she was dealing with that. So that's crazy. But yeah, that is The Nun 2, you guys. The um, Nun 2, 2023. 2023. I think we can go ahead and go straight into the booze. Yeah. Tell um, me your booze. I would give it, honestly, a four. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. 
I thought it was a lot better than the first one. And I really liked that Valet got and had a lot more to do in this and was kind of more of like a not just like at the end of a hallway or like a silhouette, you know, situation. And I enjoyed everybody's acting. I thought everybody was really cool. The actress who plays Deborah, I've seen her in a lot of stuff lately, and she is a good actress. I actually really like her. Um, I don't know her 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 real name in real life, um, but she's been in a lot of new things recently. Um, obviously, I'm a fan of Taisa. And then we have um, Storm Reed. Storm Reed. Uh, Frenchie is pretty good. I like all the new characters. I think everybody has a good. She was in A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. Uh huh. And she's in Euphoria. Mm hmm. And The Last of Us. Mm hmm. And The Invisible Man. Mm hmm. Like the list goes on. She's yeah. been in a lot of new movies recently. I can't talk. No, sorry. Um, and so we have. Um, everybody's acting is good i like all the new characters i feel like nobody was just added for like whatever fuck's sake like everybody had a point a part that they played even like the mean bitches like it kind of worked uh yeah, in getting they like, were necessary for to the plot tell mm -hmm. us about the goat eye yeah, and stuff like exactly. that exactly um and then because sophie would have never gone into there on mm -hmm. her own accord and it's a way of bringing exposition without it being forced of like here is a book and here is lore like it was like natural yeah um and then we have um, it's really cool, I guess, that we get kind of more like, okay, Valak's after these eyes. Like, there's kind of more of a purpose to this demon. Um, I hope that maybe opens up, like, other things that we can find out about the Conjuring universe. Like, how she was, like, the descendant. So, I mean, like, is do you have powers? I don't know. Um, it's all fictitious made-up stuff. But, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. i give it a four. That's all. Nice. That's it. Yeah. And some fun facts. Yeah. The movie was filmed at an actual abandoned church in France. Cool. So that's cool. Um, with the release of this film, director Michael Chaves has now directed most films within the Conjuring universe. Uh, he unfortunately did two of the worst ones. Mm. Um, the Curse of La Llorona and oh. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Got it. And The Nun too. This was definitely the best of them, in my opinion. And the... Yeah, that's what we've already seen. Mm -hmm. Sorry, this one, I was reading it and it was, it's what we've already know. It's about the tomato seeds. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo, Joseph Bishara, I think is how you say his name, who composed all past movies in the Conjuring universe except for Annabelle Creation and The Nun 2018 was supposed to score the film, but it was replaced by Marco Beltrami. Hmm. And then this will be the first film in the Conjuring series to be filmed in Panavision Anamorphic. All the other films were shot in spherical to, and I have no clue what that means. I have means. no clue what that means at all. I didn't notice anything like completely or utterly different if that. Um, yeah. Oops, my bad. I don't know if that was not the that's point. Some, that's some expert level film right? stuff. And that's I was like, not I don't know us. what that means. Um, so we're just here to talk about our opinions and yeah. not actually know cool. anything about film. Maybe that means something. Spherical 2.39 semicolon one huh who knows anyways um i think i would also give this movie mm, probably like a 3.75 no maybe a four i was just feeling extra generous it probably doesn't even deserve a four but i'm giving it a four i thought I thought it was a really good film. Mm -hmm. I mean, watching it was super, it was an hour and 50 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, it but it was, fast for me. it, it did go by fast. 
Um, and I was like, that was a short movie. And you're like, no. And I was like, oh, you're right. I guess it wasn't. But I don't know. It didn't feel too long. I like how it also um, uh, broke it up, I guess. It almost felt like in a way. It felt like a first, second, and third act in a sense. Like, yeah, because we had the two storylines mm-hmm. and then two different storylines. And once they converged, then we yeah. had the like main it felt very final. event mm, yeah, happening. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to give it a four, but I can't, I just can't get past the ah! the goat. Yeah, the goat. Ah, I actually was, really liked the goat man. I liked the goat man in general. He yeah. reminded me a bit of like Krampus. Um, Were you the one that showed me the original idea for Valak? No. Weren't you that showed me the image for Valak, what it was supposed to look like originally? But then they were like, "We'll make it a nun." Okay, maybe that was Robert. It kind of looked like that. In a oh, way. let me see. I'll have to sit. I'll have to show it to you. But I was like, oh, I guess they kind of repurposed that for um, to make the goat uh-huh. the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then I mean, the devil's always kind of portrayed as a goat. Yeah, oh, for human. Sure. Um, so, because they even shot with it with Lorraine for a little bit, but in the first one, but then they changed it to like. Oh, maybe that does sound familiar now. It looked like that. Like there's only like a prop thing that we can kind of see that they were using. Well, that's terrible. And I'm glad they didn't go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it has the same teeth as Valak. Like here's, I guess, a better one. It would have looked like that. Mm, that's pretty cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like that. The just It's just the fact that the goat said, ha! Yeah. As it that part was comical to me um that's fair but the way that it stalked down the stairs and was stalking them was terrifying um so 3.75 final no i'll give it a four four okay i i thought it was a very incredibly well acted movie everyone did a great job the soundtrack was i hardly noticed it so i think same I, when you was, started bringing up the composer i was like oh well, i barely noticed the music to be honest so they did a good that's... job of cueing things i guess and mm-hmm. us not noticing it mm-hmm. and if, any... it's, if we can't say anything bad i guess that means it was okay it was good yeah it did its job of mm-hmm. not standing out in a bad way and it kept us in the zone yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and then Overall, I thought it was beautifully shot mm-hmm. too. All the images and the angles, and then the lighting and yeah. everything on it. I maybe thought that was... was the panoramic, whatever. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's why. Well, I'll have to look up what you know, the angles hell that were means. cool. Like especially whenever that first shot with the nun shadow, and then it coming onto Maurice. You know? Yeah, and then the red um where valet came out with that little with delivery little girl. girl. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool shot. So maybe that's what it is. I don't yeah. Know. It was neat. Because it did almost like, it kind of gave like fish islands in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that's what it meant. Panoramic. Which panoramic. Yeah. Can you get everything right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. After we watch it, it be like. being like. Yeah. But spherical would give a more fish eye. Right? I think. I'm like, I don't know how that works. I don't know. They're just reviewers, you guys. But that's it, you guys. That's yeah. uh, the nun too. And if you liked our review, that's awesome. And if you didn't. If you oh. thought it was trash horrendous whatever the original thing said that we said at the beginning go fuck yourself yeah (laughs) (laughs) um it's okay wait for the next episode because we might have something you will like um yeah and uh maybe and then if you did if you didn't if you really didn't like it reach out to us let us know why you thought this movie was trash 
mm-hmm. um, garbage and the like. A shit Sereki. That's how you say trash in Korean. Mm. It's That's my favorite cool. word. What is it? Sereki. Sereki? Sereki. 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 Yeah. Sereki. Cool. Um, but yes, and um, once again, we're in the lovely Rugby Network Studios. That's right. Doesn't this face kind of look like E.T.? Yeah, it does. And uh, they always take good care of us. You can listen to our show on their website or a bunch of other podcasts as well on that website, which is RogueMediaNetwork.com. That's right. And then you can also listen to us on a slew of other podcasting platforms, the biggest two being Apple and also Spotify. But wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like, and subscribe. That's right. Because that's the only way we can get ahead in this world. And then um word of mouth tell your friends it's spooky season's over but you can watch horror movies all the time yeah Mm -hmm. not for us we're 24 7 365 spooky spooky ooky wooky all the time Mm -hmm. um but if you want to let us know your thoughts on the nun too and why you hated it or why you loved it like we enjoyed it um, you can reach out to us on our one social media platform, which is Instagram, and that is at at Boobays Podcast, and that's at B O O B A E S because we're your boobays, not your boobabes. That's right. Mm-hmm. And if you think we should make shirts that say Cunty Communion or at least a sticker or something, let us know. Yeah, if you'll want it, let us know. We'll make it happen. We can make that ribbed for nobody's pleasure. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cute if we could make condoms that say, and then that we I just pass those it. out. <laughs> Rib for nobody's pleasure. Yeah, and then they said boobies on the back. Oh, that'd be cute. Yeah. It would be cute. And like it'd be like a little condoms. ghost. Whenever they put it on the dick, it's like a little ghost. And little it has ghost like little, has uh, little eyes yeah. on it. That'd be cute. It just makes it a little sheet ghost. Yeah. Um, And then... That's, that's pretty much it, no? Yeah. I still want to make Deputy Daddy t-shirts, too. Oh, Deputy Daddy. That's a good one. Deputy Daddy. There are. Um, we have lots of merch ideas that we'll never bring to you, you guys. I'm just kidding. Maybe we Maybe will. Maybe we will. Hopefully we will. <laughs> and, Merch is good. But yeah, if you're interested, let us know. And then until next time, you guys. Bye, bays. Bye, bays. This has been a Rogue Media Network production. Wait.